The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The Word of God we want to consider today is our epistle reading for this past Sunday, which was the third Sunday after Pentecost. We're looking at Romans chapter 4, verses 18 to 25, where the Apostle Paul was inspired to write about Abraham's faith. He wrote, Against all hope, Abraham in hope believed and so became the father of many nations. Just as it had been said to him, so shall your offspring be. Without weakening in his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead since he was about a hundred years old and that Sarah's womb was also dead. Yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God, being fully persuaded that God had power to do what he had commanded, what he had promised. This is why it was credited to him as righteousness. The words it was credited to him were written not for him alone, but also for us, to whom God will credit righteousness. For us who believe in him, who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead, he was raised over to death, he was delivered over to death for our sins, and was raised to life for our justification. My dear friends in Christ, Abraham was 75 years old and his wife Sarah was 65 years old when God called them to leave their land and go to a land that God was going to show them. 75, 65 years old when God first called them. And that was back in Genesis chapter 12. God told Abraham that he'd make of him and Sarah a great nation. But already then Abraham and Sarah knew that, humanly speaking, it was impossible for them to have children together. They knew that for a fact. So. 25 years later, when Abraham is getting close to 100 years old and Sarah close to 90 years old and still no child and none on the way, you can just imagine what thoughts could have been going through their minds. There was no logical reason for them to have any hope at all that they could have a child. And if if Abraham had been led just simply by his human intelligence, he would have simply just given up on the whole idea of having a child. But the Apostle Paul says, without weakening in his faith, Abraham faced the fact that his body was as good as dead since he was about a hundred years old and that Sarah's womb was also dead. See now, Abraham, he realized his own helplessness but he didn't give up on God. He didn't see God as being helpless. He saw God's gracious power and his strength and his ability to take care of things. Our faith helps us to focus on the fact that we, like Abraham and Sarah, are helpless without God. We can't do a thing that would get ourselves even a 
an inch closer to heaven. None of our deeds are going to get us to heaven or get us even an inch closer to heaven. That's God's work, not ours. Our situation maybe could be compared to that of the fisherman. The fisherman who not only doesn't have a pole and a line or a hook or a net, but actually that fisherman is out in the middle of a desert hundreds of miles away from any body of water. See now, that fisherman's situation, totally hopeless, and well, really on our own, that's our shape spiritually. That's our shape spiritually, totally hopeless. And well, first off, it's good for us to recognize the fact that we can't do anything to save ourselves. But then at the same time, it could also be a little bit dangerous for us to focus maybe too much on a thought like that, to focus too much on our helplessness, because as I said, that could lead to despair. We can easily look at ourselves at our sinfulness and think that God couldn't possibly love us. And it's true that none of us deserve God's love. We don't deserve his love. Through faith, we face that fact that we don't deserve God's love. But through faith, our, but through faith, our Heavenly Father also lets us know that He loves us anyway. That's why we're so and that's why we're so special to Him, and He gave us His Son to be our Savior and sends the Holy Spirit to us to make us believing children of God. Through faith, we do focus on the fact that we're helpless. We can't do anything to save ourselves, but our, our faith thankfully doesn't end there. Let's thank God that our faith also moves us to focus on our Heavenly Father's gracious power and His amazing love for us and, and all He's done for us to win for us eternal life in heaven. Amen. Oh, and the thoughts of this reading of our helplessness and God taking care of us, oh, they're so brought out in the hymn, Rock of Ages, that I'd like to sing that for you right now. Rock of Ages, cleft for me, let me hide myself in thee. Let the water and the blood from thy riven side which flowed be of sin the double cure. Cleanse me from its guilt and power. Not the labors of my hands can fulfill thy law's demands. Could my zeal no respite know could my tears forever flow? All for sin could not atone. Thou must save and thou alone. Nothing in my hand I bring, simply to thy cross I cling. Naked come to thee for dress, Helpless look to thee for grace.
foul I to the fountain fly. Wash me, Savior, or I die. While I draw this fleeting breath, when mine eyelids close in death, when I soar to worlds unknown, see thee on thy judgment throne, rock of ages cleft for me, let me hide myself in thee. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, Abraham's situation helps us also to remember our helplessness, that we on our own would be lost and we couldn't do anything about it. But you don't leave us in our helplessness. You gave us Jesus to pay for our sins. And you send the Holy Spirit working through word and sacrament to make us your believing children and heirs of heaven. Nothing in our hands we bring, simply to your cross we claim. In you, the rock of ages, we have such strength, security, and safety. Keep us always in your loving care, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.